Hello, and welcome to episode 46 of the Sisters in Service podcast. I am your host, Kat Corchado. And today we're going to be speaking to Joanna Santatera, who is with the Onward to Opportunity, also called O2O. So if you've ever wanted to change your job, maybe you want to get a certification, maybe you're looking to be an entrepreneur. O2O is specifically for women veterans. So listen in as we get to talk to Joanna about her organization, about her transition, and how to make that transition easier, whether it's changing from one job to another or actually transitioning from the military. So let's get on with the interview. My guest today is Joanna Sansatera from Onward to Opportunity. And she's going to tell us a little bit about her organization and other avenues of her organization, specifically for women veterans. So help me welcome Joanna Santatera. Welcome. Hello, Kat. Oh my gosh. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for this uh, this time to share about our program and, and, and all the things we offer for women veterans. It's It's just amazing. Thanks so much. You're so welcome. So I found Onward to Opportunity at um, a V2I, so um, that's the industry event. And I was just so blown away by what they did. I immediately went to their website and I thought, holy crap, I have to ask if they want to be on my podcast because I'm I'm on this mission for, for the women veterans that listen. I want to get every opportunity to get every organization out there that helps women veterans so that you know about this. Maybe you heard about it and forgot about it. Maybe you don't know about it. So we're here to clear up that little blurb there so you know exactly what it is and why you should be a part of it. So Joanna, I understand that you are an Air Force veteran. Oh my gosh. Yes, I am. I am. Spent a wonderful uh, career in the Air Force, uh, originally from San Diego, California, and I'm, I'm back home now, but um, started here, enlisted after a couple years of community college because, you know, that wasn't my jam. <laughs> so uh, it turned out uh, that I just retired, well, not just recently, but in 2016, um, I started out as a administrator back in the day and I worked in Intel, which was kind of fun. And, you know, I did, I did a active duty tour and then I went into the Air Force Reserve and mm-hmm. I flipped over to um, air medical evacuation and, and, you know, crazy me, I applied to become a recruiter for the Air Force Reserve. So that actually put me back on active duty um, and spent my last 15 years doing that. And it was really a phenomenal experience, you know, um, I know sometimes the connotation of, uh, you know, the term recruiter is, you know, uh, you know, car salesman or something like that, but I found, <laughs> right, right. I mean, look, I've heard all the stories people go, Oh, you were a recruiter, Joanna. Yeah. Okay. But, um, my time with the air force reserve was an, um, not a hard sell. We have, have a great, or had a, still have, I'm pretty sure they have a good program. So, um, it really was in my wheelhouse to assist those folks kind of, you know, who were like me, you know, maybe just out of high school and uh, not really knowing what, what they want to do. So um, 
yeah, I left in 2016, retired, and now I'm with, uh, ever since I've been with Onward to Opportunity. Well, I think it's interesting that I always appreciate those recruiters that told the truth. They didn't hold it back. You know, they didn't say, oh, you're going to have, you know, um, a window view with, you know, a poolside, you know, <laughs> you know, those. I, I had a recruiter that just, you know, I wanted to go in the Navy at one point. And he said, look, you grew up in the Air Force. Your dad was Air Force. He goes, stay in your lane. And I said, yeah. okay. So I did. I stayed in my lane. And um, I didn't regret a bit of it. I, I love the fact that I, you know, followed in my dad's footsteps and did it. But I don't think I would have gone into any, any other branch because I wasn't sure what it was about. You know, when you grow up in a branch, you're kind of like, oh, let me go. Let me go here because I know that the best. So you go into the Air Force. You did 33 years. Total, total time. Yeah, I know. Good grief. That's a lot. So then you transition. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about your transition experience. Well, I... um was getting ready to retire. My last assignment was uh, on the East Coast. So, you know, I had to um, figure out how I was going to find work uh, all the way on the West Coast. So I had to start early in that job search and, and all that that entails. I mean, um, you're talking about learning a new language, cat, right? Um, I was, you know, institutionalized in the military. And that's what I, you know, that was, that was my talking jam, in those so. acronyms and that, 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 yeah. you know, military speak. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I use the internet, um, made some, you know, in San Diego, of course, there's a multitude of veteran service organizations. This is probably, if not the largest, you know, uh, location with with uh, military folks. So um, there wasn't a shortage. I happened to fall into a couple of different organizations out here that were um, really uh, life-changing for me. One of them was vetctap.org uh, here in San Diego. Local, local, you know, program basically took out all the cobwebs and the stress uh, from transitioning um, because it's a roller coaster ride. You don't know what you're getting into. Um, they helped me realize and see that I had exactly what it took to make it out in the civilian sector. You know, you come from the military with a lot of phenomenal skills, right? Um, we're not used to talking about ourselves, so we have to learn how to talk about ourselves in these glowing, you know, words. <laughs> um, how wonderful so, you are, how you walk on water, that type of thing. <laughs> yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so from there, um, I think one of the things that is really huge in making that transition for our women uh, service members is, well, this is what I see in my work. People, folks are going to throwing out hundreds of resumes versus what I always say is, Hey, you got to do that first step, which is grinding. And, you know, it takes a lot of due diligence and that is to determine what it is that you want to do and why not put the work in now, right? Since you're making that transition and go for it. So I thought I wanted to still continue to work in the government sector Granted, I work with my demographic is veterans, right? Um, but 
I found that the nonprofit sector was for me. And I used a lot of different tools to figure that out. Um, I ended up this um, this uh, past year graduating with a master's in nonprofit leadership and management. And I happened to get a position with Onward to Opportunity, um, which is a nonprofit organization, and it's a good fit. And so I got I got lucky, but what I do want to say is that um, it was a pain in the butt to do all that, you know, <laughs> hard work, you know, you got to look inward and all that kind of stuff. But in the end, it's very well worth it because I find that this particular job and who I am, you know, the Institute for Veterans and Military Families, the entire organization aligns with who I am, my values, you know, what I'm looking for. Right. Right. So, you know, I, it was stressful. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. And I know that all of us go through that, but if there's one thing I could, you know, say to those, you know, transitioning service women is take the time, honest to God, take the time to figure out what you want to do, reach out to folks, definitely reach out. Um, It's difficult too, because, you know, if you don't speak the language, you don't know what to say. If you don't know the, also, you don't know exactly what questions to ask, but. uh, And you have to network. You have to know how to speak to people without sounding like you just walked out of the military dictionary, you know, and (laughs) you have to know how to do that, but you also have to, and people say, well, how far out, as far out as you need to think about this, if it's five years from retirement or whatever, start thinking about it then, because I, I run into so many people, male and female who don't understand who they are without the uniform on. Like, who are you? If you don't, you know, in uniform, you're Sergeant, Colonel, whatever. Outside of the uniform, without it on, who are you when you're in civilian clothes? And people don't know who that person is. And so it's, it's easy to say, Oh, find out what you want to do, but you have to, actually find out what that is. And I think what's awesome right now is that you have different, I don't know what to call it, but like skill bridge. Okay. You're able to try this out for say, okay, yeah, that was great. That's not my deal. Let me try something else. Whereas before you had to, you know, try it on the outside and go, okay, I'm getting fired because I don't like this job or I'm quitting, (laughs) you know, And, and it took several false starts before you find what it is that you really want. Here's a question for you. Do you mm-hmm. find that since you've retired, do you think it's it's easier, the transition is easier for men and women? Or do you think it's it's easier only because if 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 the military person reaches out and finds out what organizations are around, or do you think it's it's just it's hardcore still? <laughs> well, that has probably answers on both sides of the aisle. You know, I think we all know that there are so much more um, opportunities and organizations out there that are helping uh, transitioning service members, right? Um, the thing is, is to, uh, you know, through networking is to find out, okay, which ones are are going to help me with that thing that I need right now. Right. And which ones are, you know, um, 
have a little have some foundation, right? Maybe a little um, hi- history in um, working with other folks and 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 successes there. So, um, yeah, I would say it's it's still difficult in the mindset, right? Um, but you just got to push up out of out of that mindset, you know, of, of the fear. Um, I know that's so easy to say, Kat, so really easy to say, but, um, and, and know that everybody's journey is so different too, right? Right. There's not one journey that is exactly the same. So um, I encourage our uh, women veterans to, to realize that and know that, you know, if you're looking over here and you see, you know, somebody over here doing this and it's amazing and it's wonderful, great, but is you know, and you want to follow that, but you know, is that really you? Like you said, you have to know yourself. You have to get right. in and know yourself. So I think it's different too. When my dad retired, I think he retired on a Friday and went to go work for McDonald Douglas, which is now called Boeing the mm-hmm. following Monday. And that's oh. just old school that that just doesn't happen anymore. A lot of times is you know, you find a job and you think, okay, great. And then you get into that format of that organization and you say, this isn't going to fit me, you know? So you might have two or three false starts before you find out, you know, where you really fit in. And you know what? That's okay. Because you know, what doesn't work for you. Mm -hmm. And then you end up finding what does work for you. And I know that there's, and I don't know off the, the, the statistic, but there's a statistic out there where, you know, veterans go out and they might change jobs in the first, you know, several months, a handful of times. And, and, you know, maybe because they didn't have enough time to figure out, you know, what they wanted to do or, you know, Hey, you got to pay the bills, right? So you got to get out. <laughs> oh there. yeah. Those. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, um, so that just goes back to everybody's journey is different. Um, you know, knowing yourself is the thing and knowing uh, your values and, and doing some of that research on, you know, businesses, organizations that, you know, align mm-hmm. with you. That's, that's what I really feel. I, and I, I know think you should do your homework. You know, there are a lot of organizations out there right now. So if you've got three, four years prior, take five or 10 at a time and just research them on the weekends you know, exactly. or when you're off and then scratch it off saying no, or maybe it's, maybe it's not a not right now. Maybe it's yes, exactly. When I'm within two years, you know, and keep going through that. And so you've got about 10 organizations that you could readily reach out to. And I would recommend, and this is just me reaching out and getting connected prior to leaving the service. Yes, That's so essential. So if you wait, like I did, because I didn't know any better, and you just find yourself in, you know, you're dropping off that cliff in this free float, you know, and you don't know where you're going. So let's change course a little bit. Tell us a little bit about Onward to Opportunity. Oh, my, the joy of my days. <laughs> Onward to Opportunity. Well, um, we are career preparation um, program. We fall under the Institute for Veterans and Military Families, uh, better known as the IVMF. And it's uh, our home base is located at Syracuse University. So, so just a little background on, on uh, the IVMF real quick. You know, 
our founder, uh, Dr. Michael Haney, he was a veteran, Air Force veteran as well, um, uh, working at Syracuse and working in entrepreneurship. He's a professor and uh, uh, currently right now also vice chancellor, but he started uh, the Institute primarily with entrepreneurship programs, and then he branched out. So one of the branches is Onward to Opportunity. And, and basically what we do is work with our transi transitioning service members, veterans, guardsmen, and military spouses to help them obtain business certifications, which is really, really hot right now. Certifications like project management, human resources, and we also have a slew of IT certifications. I mean, this is just phenomenal. Cybersecurity is huge right now too. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and we definitely have CISSP, which is the hot one for our cyber folks. Um, so, you know, we uh, take them along into obtaining those certifications. And then the back end of what we do is we also assist them with employment. We have, you know, close to 900 I'm, a, I'm thinking we've got more than that. I know we do. Um, businesses, corporations nationwide that um, work with us uh, and they're ready to take our graduates, right? Um, and the, be the beautiful thing about this is um, our program is no cost to our to our folks, you know. I love um, that. That's, <laughs> you know, for these places that come out and say, oh, and I, I'd speak to these people all the time. They're like, oh, I, you know, I love veterans and I love working with veterans. I'm like, oh, so, you know, how do you help veterans? And they say, oh, they can have my... <laughs> my coaching course for like 20% off. And I'm like, that's not helping. No, that doesn't. No, I don't know how to get across to them. So if who is this program for? So let's say I've been out of the military for 10, 15 years. Yeah, can yeah. I actually enroll in one of your programs? Yes, you can. One of the things that is uh, required, you know, we are a, a grant operated, you know, grant funded and all that. So, you know, with grants, sometimes there comes restrictions. Also, we fall yes. under the DOD skill bridge program, right? So folks, if you're um, a veteran, uh, you just have to provide uh, proof of an honorable discharge, right? That's it. That's me. The good old DD-214. DD-214, <laughs> honorable discharge. And um yeah. And then you just attend one of our uh, information sessions. I mean, you go online, you fill out a short you know, form and wherever your location is, uh, we'll connect you with a coordinator that's close to you uh, that we have an O2O installation. We have about 18 installations, right? Co-located with uh, military bases. And, but I understand that some folks are not, you know, they're not near those locations. So we do have what we call the online only program. So if you're located over there in Omaha, Nebraska, I pick out Omaha because that was my first Air Force base, Offutt Air Force Base. Do you um, know I was at Offutt for 12 years? I was stuck there for 12 years. 12 years. Oh, yes. Oh, my son was in fourth grade when we got there. He went through the entire school system, including college. He's still there in Omaha, by the way. He's still you're there. You're kidding me. <laughs> no, he's oh, my. still there. 
Okay. No, I, that was my first assignment. So I, I got off the airplane. It was two degrees <laughs> below zero. I'm from Southern California. It did not work for me. So you're like, uh, no, let me go home. Let me go somewhere warmer. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just no, that was funny. No, that's, that's small world cat. So, so yeah, if you're not located near one of those 18 installations, you still can participate because we have the online only um, program, which is uh, similar. The only difference is when you're at a, a, one of our installations, you actually get uh, the opportunity to participate in one of our workshops. It's a three-day workshop. Well, actually, it depends on what location you're going to. But here in Southern California, it's three days. Right now, it's virtual because, you know, the COVID stuff going on. Right. Um, and we prep our folks. It's like um, taps on steroids. This is just, it's, it's the real deal. It's truth, truth, truth speaking. You know, this is really the way it is. And also um, providing them with, you know, we're going to prepare them to go out there to actually job seek and not just tell you about you know, getting your, getting a resume done or something like this. Okay. Right. Um, it's a lot deeper than that. And we pride ourselves on, on providing a very safe space for our, our, our military community to come in in those three days and, you know, chit chat about those fears so we can knock those things out. And, and um, so everybody can know that, Hey, we're all in the same boat, but right. we've got some answers for you here. And in the meantime, you're going to jam on that certification and make yourself, you know, super marketable because these certifications in some cases, most cases these days, businesses are looking for that certification versus, yes, they are. Um, you know, maybe that education, you know, so that's a little bit about onward to opportunity, of course. And then we've got the entrepreneurship programs, Kat, and these two are also at no cost. We have, uh, I remember a couple of years ago, we had our VWISE um, team come out to San Diego and VWISE stands for Veteran Women Igniting the Spirit of Entrepreneurship. Yes. And, oh man, that was, that was like, I felt like I was the Academy Awards or something. It was, <laughs> it was awesome. Um, so we have a lot of entrepreneurship programs, different levels, you know, um, whether you're a startup, whether you're growing or just sustainment. Uh, we've got a research arm. We work with uh, DOD. Actually, we just um, had the Onward to Opportunity Act uh, go through um, the legislature. And oh, congratulations. Really, That's yeah, a big deal. We, it is a big deal. We've got a phenomenal research team and, and we collaborate with Blue Star Families, Wounded Warrior Project, Travis Mannion. Um, so we're really connected. Um, and also we have community services programs throughout the United States as well. So um, uh, we just, at the IVMF, our North Star is helping our veteran community, our military community get to where they want to be, right? Whatever it is, whether it's business or certifications. And I think there's something to be said that I think sometimes the fear of doing something different, especially when you're transitioning out of the military. And I, and I truly believe that the longer you're in the military, the harder your transition is. I'm just going to say it. it I yes. just think it's, yes. it's just a little bit harder. But the fear is when you stand still and you do nothing and you just think how horrible it's going to be because you've heard all the stories. 
But when you've got an opportunity to do SkillBridge or IVMF or VWISE or any of those programs, that there's something to be said about reducing the fear because you're being proactive, that you think maybe, maybe this isn't going to be so bad because I'm being proactive. And I truly believe that the military TAPS program, look, either make it better or get rid of it. Okay. Either or, because it's, it's do, it's done nothing. I mean, I transitioned over 21 years ago and it's, it, excuse me for saying this. It sucks as bad now as it did before. It's a little bit better. It's a little bit better. And I know, I know that there are people out there who are trying to do the right thing by people who are transitioning, but seriously, they, they do the absolute minimum, which isn't even, Mm. you know, scratching the surface, so to speak. So, you know, I'd rather they say, look, this is the part where we tell you what paperwork that you need to get out of the military, but here is a program that you might want to be involved with, you know? Right. Right. I would much rather they did that than say, okay, here's all you need. And then you get out thinking that's all I need. And yeah, no, (laughs) it's not even close. I hear you. I don't know if I'll get into this chitter chatter about that. I I will say that uh, I see that there are a number of folks that are trying to make some um, really concrete changes to that program. Um, and, and hopefully those changes will come about because it is, um, it's needed. Our folks yes. need the information. Um, not only when they're getting ready to transition out, but prior to one of the things I did want to comment on, because we do have, you know, maybe your audience, uh, I'm sure are still active duty. Um, I always talk about this too. It's just the commands, the commanders. um, And I know it's a, it's a difficult, it's kind of like a tight squeeze because you got the mission that needs to be taken care of. And then you've got your folks heading out. Um, but we really want the commanders to, uh, provide, you know, as much time as possible for these folks to, to make that transition seriously. I mean, um, the commanders themselves will end up making that transition and they'll want, you know, that particular time as well. Right. So we're, we, I just try to talk a lot about that. You know, if you're in a leadership position, look at your folks and if they're transitioning, moving out into the civilian sector, try and give them the time that they need to do what they have to do because it makes a difference. It really does. I think so too, especially if, if they've done a great job. They've just been an outstanding airman, first sergeant, whatever their rank is. Help them a little bit because eventually you're going to be there too and you're you're going to hope that somebody's there to help you. So Joanna, tell us a little bit about how to find your organization if people are searching. Right. Well, you can go to, um, well, it's a long, it's ivmf.syracuse.edu. You can go there and that will take you to the main website and you can look for uh, programs and you'll see everything, entrepreneurship, career training, community services 
everything will be there. Oh yeah. Um, I was clicking everywhere. I was like, Ooh, what's this? Ooh, what's this? Ooh, what's oh, yeah. this? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was there's, all over the place. <laughs> there's an, uh, there's an apply button to O2O. So there's an apply button to O2O and it's just a short form. Like I said, you fill that out and the coordinator will send you an email and um, invite you to an information session. So normally mm-hmm. that information session is just that one hour where folks go you know, we talk about eligibility, the certifications that we offer, and then, you know, the application process to participate in one of the cohorts at one of the installations. For example, you know, here in Southern California, um, my program manager and I, Catherine Warren, she's also uh, retired from the Marine Corps. We have eight cohorts out here annually, right? So, um, you know, we look, if you're a transitioning service member, you must be within that 180 days based on the DOD skill bridge regulation, you know, um, before you can start one of the cohorts. We always like to tell folks, hey, apply sooner rather than later because later, right. our cohorts fill up fast. And for the active duty folks, there's some paperwork that, you know, the command has to sign off on and you know, the rigmarole of that sometimes it takes a long time. <laughs> takes a long, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. And do just do your homework, you know, do your homework and, you know, I'm there, you know, Joanna's there, you know, reach out to either one of us, you know, if you need any help, but, um, Joanna, thank you so much for your time today. It was such a pleasure speaking with you and learning more about IVMF and O2O and all the programs that you you. guys help with veterans. Um, you guys have to do a little homework. Okay. You just have to do a little homework. And the more, the better you are at doing your homework now before you leave service, the better your transition is going to go. I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. You know, this is coming from, I'm speaking from the heart. I'm speaking from experience. I had squat. There was nothing there when I got out. I figured it out. But if I'd had something like this in my back pocket, I would have been like, excuse me. I would have gone through every program they have. <laughs> yeah. Take advantage. Take I said that cat court shadow person, if she applies for something, <laughs> tell her no. <laughs> <laughs> nice cat. <laughs> well, okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity and thank you uh, for uh, what you're doing to help them with, to help women veterans. It's just important work, really important work. And you're doing it wonderfully. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. I'm just, I just see this need there and it's, you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm willing to do my part, whatever it is I can do, you know, to mm-hmm. get that information out there, then I'm willing to do it. And speaking to organizations and, you know, putting myself on Instagram live and Facebook live, which I hate by the way, but I do it <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you know, to get the word out because, yeah. because women need to know. And I feel like the men will, you know, the men take care of the men, but you know, we're, we're helping the women. We're out there for you guys you know, let us know how we can help. And so I hope you learned a little bit more about Joanna and about her organization. And we will make sure that we have links to all of it. So you guys can just click and go and check out the website. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Follow me, subscribe to my podcast. If you like what you hear and please stay safe, take care of each other. And until next time.